there, ladies. Welcome to In the Nitty Gritty, a podcast dedicated to women entrepreneurs who are juggling work, kids, relationships, and everything else nitty gritty. You're about to join conversations that speak to all the hats we juggle as we navigate this road of life as gracefully as we can. Wearing our favorite leggings, a messy bun with mascara and lip gloss on, we are holding our sippy cup filled with coffee that keeps us running to all the things so we can enjoy those little moments that make this crazy journey oh so worth it. Life is busy and full and messy, rewarding, challenging, ugly, scary, and so not perfect. But the dreams we have are vividly wild, and we are going to make them our reality. So hoosh up your leggings, ladies, grab your coffee, and let's get real. And now, introducing Melissa Rose, who can dance circles around anyone, but don't ask her to dribble a basketball. Because that's just embarrassing. Hey there, everybody. How are you? Melissa here with another episode of In the Nitty Gritty. And I am so excited to be here. You guys, when I am recording this, it is the middle of March and I am in Arizona. And if you know me, you know I'm a Wisconsin girl. So to come down to Arizona here is lovely. And what I'm doing down here is hanging out with my business coach because I hired my lovely business coach to help me grow my online presence. And thus the podcast has come to be, and we are just sitting down and doing all the nitty gritty of the behind the scenes of the online world. And it has been awesome. And you guys are going to learn from Alicia today. And I'm super excited about that. Before we launch in, I want to tell you about my mastermind coaching group that is up and ready for application. So go to MsMelissaRose.Simplero.com and join Level Up. This is a small exclusive group of women that are coming together to lean into each other, learn from each other, encourage, support, push each other to grow their businesses in the next 90 days. Clarity, vision, strategy, along with coaching with me. So uh, working together with a mastermind and then coaching with me uh, the other weeks. And all the details are on my website, Coaching with Melissa with Level Up. But if that interests you, I invite you to apply. Application process is open. All right, you all. The podcast continues to grow. It's just so exciting each week to get the stats in and see where this is all heading. And it's so, so fun. But I want to give a listener shout out to Barbara from PA. Melissa's energy is contagious and her advice spot on a great resource for any mother, whether you're working out of the home or not. Thank you so much, Barbara from PA. Awesome. And now I want to introduce my guest. Alicia Jonas is a friend, a business mentor, a coach, a mama, an entrepreneur, a wife. She is the real deal. She's just good people, y'all. I have been following Alicia online probably since she started her business online. She just caught my eye as somebody who's just authentic and real, not too fancy, just, just telling us great things. Her content was so good. She gave such value. And I have been watching her and intrigued by her. And I finally, this past summer, late summer, bit the bullet and hired her as my business coach. And she is lovely. And I'm excited for you guys to hear from her. She is a mama to three boys, Michael down, uh, who's 11. Then there's Tobias and Everett and Everett's five. 
Toby, I think is six. And so she's a mama of boys, which I love because I have two and there's just something about raising boys. that's so fun. She's got a great supportive husband. We talked about that during our downtime over the past couple of days. And her journey is unique, just like all of ours. So I am so excited for you all to hear from my business coach, Alicia Jonas. there, Alicia. So great to have you on the nitty gritty. I am so excited to be here. I'm so excited. This has been so exciting for me to watch. Yes, because you have been a big part of this. You have been part of the journey of, I watched Alicia start her podcast and it kind of gave me the push to start mine. So what's your podcast? My podcast is Soulful Biz Babes. It's all about female entrepreneurs who are taking their expertise and going online and trying to make some money to support their family, to support a life that they want to build. So it's really exciting. I love my podcast. I love reaching people. And I think that's something that you, you talk about. It's like just another way to reach people also on social media, but another way to reach them and kind of get, dig a little deeper into our business and our businesses and our lives and everything that's going on with us. I love it. Cause I can't be fake. Like it right. is like you can put up a nice picture of yourself or whatever, but I love podcasting cause it's just, it's me, it's who we are and you really get to delve in and, or not, you know, just kind of feel be who you are. Right. Right. Okay. So Alicia, we're going to dive in right to the questions and, um, they can go anywhere. I have some basic questions and let them go wherever you want. And the first one is what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh my gosh. I don't think I had a set idea that I stuck with for longer than six months. I mean, I feel like I was wanted to be a veterinarian. I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be a doctor. And then I watched an episode of ER and I was done with that idea. <laughs> I was like, this isn't for me. And then eventually it was, I, I always was a dancer growing up and I always was like, oh, maybe I want to open a studio. Maybe I want to be a dancer. I don't know. And even all the way until I, I got to college and I went for dance and business. I got my degrees in both areas and even until I was graduating senior, I didn't know what I was going to do. If I was going to try to do something in the dance industry, what I was going to do, where I was going to find a job. And luckily enough, I did audition for a modern dance company in that same city where I was graduating and I got a job. So I was like, okay, great. I guess I'm going into dance. And I, I did that and I had to teach to, to make a living, but I never would have, like, even when I was little, I never really had a direct, you know how some people just know what they want to do. I never felt like I, I knew that. Like I was always, I had so many interests and just dance was the one thing that I knew I never wanted to give up. And so I guess that's how I just kept going with it and how I made it a career for a while. It's so funny because I was the kid that knew exactly what I wanted to do. Really? And I could never understand you guys that didn't know what you wanted to do. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I'm going to be a dance teacher and a, I'm going to have a studio. And and I'm going to perform. And that's what I did. And it, But I knew that from little on, and it never left. And now that journey, I mean, has grown into other things, too. But mm-hmm. it's just so funny. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know what you want to do when you grow up? And, and how the pressure, like I, my daughter's in high school right now, and that pressure to, you know, you got to figure it out. And I think of seniors, like, oh, what are you majoring in? And I always try to not ask them that question. Like, And it's okay to change your mind because 
lives. There's just so many opportunities, but mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. You can change your mind a thousand times. A thousand times. And just because you have a degree mm-hmm. in something, I've learned it doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> so, I mean, it's so amazing that we do have that flexibility and we can go, especially with online business, you can do whatever you want mm-hmm. and create. If, if there's not an opportunity out there for what you want to do, you can create it. You can fill that gap. And so it's just, it's great. And, and that's something like as a mama, I'm trying to just let my kids just explore and figure out what they want to do. My oldest says he wants to be an engineer right now. And I was like, well, you better be working on that math homework. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see if he, he has the drive to, t- to follow that. But I just I just want them to do, you know, if they change careers a, a bunch of times, that's okay with me. I just want them to be happy. So mm-hmm. And fulfilled. Yeah. Happy, fulfilled, yeah. uh, spiritually and mentally and physically. All right. Um, so in your business path journey, I always ask people, when was a pivot or when was a deciding factor? In my story, it was when I got divorced, I decided to take my business seriously and that launched me into a whole different level of business and different opportunities. So was there a deciding factor or maybe a couple different ones where you decided and then decided again? Yeah, I've had a couple of these. Probably the most pivotal was in 2010, my husband unexpectedly lost his job. At that time, I had a dance studio. I was we had a little little guy who was two years old, and my dance studio was was doing okay. But with the economy at that time, it was not super profitable. So, really, his job was was the thing that we were counting on for the insurance and the stability and everything like that. Luckily, we had planned. We had some some in savings, so it wasn't a huge financial burden, but I knew like, oh my gosh, I really have to buckle down and either take the studio seriously, figure out a way to get through this and make this more profitable until we figure out what's going on with his job. Or maybe it's time for me to just like give it up and go get a regular job, you know, quote unquote regular job. Ultimately he was super supportive and I was like, you know what, we're doing this. I'm going to put a valiant effort forth and try to make this studio as successful as I can make it before I make that decision. And what happened was we ended up relocating the studio, took out a nice loan from my parents Mm. to do the construction, which was very, I'm very thankful for. And ultimately it was like everything just aligned. You know, my husband was off work and he's very handy. So he was able to help with that, which I wouldn't have had. And that's when we, that was like the biggest year of growth for us. And I don't know if it was a combination of like me putting in more effort and time into really digging into the business side of my, my business, or if it was just a slight change in location because our previous location was basically caving in on itself. It was a building that was in very large disrepair, or it was like kind of the, the economy was starting to, to kind of recover at that point. But ultimately, it was the greatest year of growth for us. My husband was out of work a total of 11 months. So from February of 2010, and he finally started a new job in January of 2011. So it was was a very long year. We ended up, you know, we were fine. We didn't have to lose our house or anything like that. But it was a big lesson. The quote-unquote stable job was not so stable. And you can turn things around. And uh, so that was a great, great pivot 
a great shift for me in my business. So fast forward a few years and and I became a business coach for studio owners. And I recently pivoted that into just a business coach for all female entrepreneurs because I was having studio owners coming to me and saying, I want to do what you're doing. I want to take my, my knowledge from building a dance studio and do something online, whether it is start a competition or uh, coaching or build a course or something like that. So that's what I'm doing now. That is a very recent pivot within the last month. So I, I think the lesson is just you can always evolve. You can always learn more. You can teach an old dog new tricks, right? And and pivoting is okay. And it's okay to go all in. Sometimes you just have to go all in and have that faith in yourself, more faith in yourself than anyone else. Because it would have been easy. Everybody would have understood back when my, you know, just get back to when my husband lost his job. No one would have blamed me if we, I would have closed the studio because mm-hmm. it would have made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we chose a different path and it worked out well, thankfully. And and now here I sit and I have my studio still years later going on 15 years. And, and now I have this second business online. So it's really, it's been an adventure and I'm sure I keep my husband guessing all the time. <laughs> Probably give him a, little, a few more gray hairs than he would like, but he's very supportive. So yeah. that's, that's the great part of it. Yeah. You do have a very supportive husband. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yes. The journey of business ownership and, um, that's a, I love it. All the different pivots that we mm-hmm. learn from. So in this podcast, we talk about the nitty gritty and I want everybody to know that as, as glorious as it may seem on the Instagram world or the Facebook world, that there are those nitty gritty moments in our business or life or whatever. So this may be personal. This may be with kids. This may be with partner. Is there something that you're working through right now that you're like, Oh, this is, this is a challenge right now. Like I'm, you know, it could be business. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what comes to mind is going back to my most recent kind of pivot mm-hmm. in my in my online business where I was talking to mostly dance studio owners and now I'm talking to all female entrepreneurs. So my audience is completely shifting. And so my, my dance studio owners maybe are not sure how to relate to me right now because now I'm talking about launching and podcasting and sales funnels and all of those nerdy things that I love to talk about that I've been learning for years but haven't really talked about. And so I think that that's, that's been the challenge challenges. How do I not alienate them necessarily? Because it's still valuable information for them from my perspective, but also draw in new audience members who are ready for that online step, who are like, how do I take this and monetize this? How do I balance maybe having a full-time job, but a side hustle that I'm building? So that has been, that's really what I'm digging into now with my coaches is like, okay, how do I talk to them? What's their pain point? What's the transformation that I specifically provide that no one else can? And that's some of the questions that I ask my clients too, because I am working with online entrepreneurs just like you. And it's like, okay, we have to talk about the transformation for first and foremost. So how can, like, I'm applying it to myself too. What's the transformation that I can provide that makes me, me Mm -hmm. and why they would want to work with me. So that's, I think that's like the big nitty gritty thing, you know, and there's all the, all the mom stuff going and, you know, like keeping your kids accountable to finish their homework and, and stuff like that. Like I have a, a, a kiddo who's in middle school. And so the homework situation, like just juggling, juggling the business side, keeping that all going. And then the mom side, it, it is hard. It's challenging. And every single day is different, but the same. <laughs> and so I just try to try to give myself grace and say, 
everything is going to come to you. Like, like not don't force it. So don't force your kid to be wanting to do homework and don't force, like it's going to come to them and they're their own people. And, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm kind of going on tangents here, but so that's kind of like the business side. And then the personal side is, is just like being the best mom, the most supportive mom I can be for them and understanding that they are their own person. They're not like me and just trying to just create good humans and, and people who are going to be kind and, and want to be driven to do the most they can and be fulfilled in their lives. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Raising kind and respectful humans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love it. Is there something that, uh, you would like to share more about, uh, maybe something I didn't ask you that you'd like to share more. Maybe it's about your business or about relationship. Alicia and I have been together for a couple days now, getting to know each other more. I've worked with Alicia for a few months, and it's just fun to talk about the personal side of stuff and the nitty-gritty of business and what we're both working on, like you, what like she shared. But is there something that you would like our listeners to know, or is there something that you're doing right now in your business that maybe they would get value out of? I think one, maybe it's an assumption about online business owners. Mm. Is go that- there. <laughs> That we don't work. I'll go there. <laughs> that I think I think one of the assumptions is that we're all super extroverted and we love being visible. And that might be the case for some people, but it really is something that I've had to work at and that I know you've you've worked at is like we are I'm not normally extroverted at all. I'm a very introverted, very reserved person. And I don't normally just start talking with strangers at networking parties. Like it takes a lot of work for me to put myself out there and to talk with people and engage with people and to even go live and do a video on Instagram or on Facebook or things. But I I would say I'm, I call myself functionally extroverted (laughs) because it's, it's a part of being online as I've, I've learned to to be extroverted when I need to be, but also that I need to give myself that space to, to rest and reflect and just not be around people sometimes. And so I think that if you are considering going into an online business or even just starting a business in general, and you're like, Oh, I I could never do that. I'm not outgoing enough. I'm not, I don't like talking with people. I don't like showing up on video. You get to decide how much you show up and how visible you are and what boundaries you allow, you know, whether they see your kids or whether they don't see your kids on social media. But there is a part of it that's like you you will need to be a little bit more visible and it's okay. It's okay. You know, there's there might be criticism, there might be feedback, but those aren't your people. Mm-hmm. And the people who are the the people that you're meant to work with or the people that are meant to see you will relate to the level of how much you're showing up and what you're saying to them. And, and also remembering that the message that you have is more important than you. It's like, it's like, it's bigger than you, right? It needs to be out there and people need to hear that. And so what's the best way that I can share that message, still maintain my boundaries or whatever, but, but make sure that they hear that because it's, it's almost like if you don't share about you or about what you're offering or what you do is doing them a disservice. So, um, that's kind of a, a long and rambly statement. I think there's a couple different lessons in there, but, but I think it's, we're not all extroverted. We, we aren't all super outgoing. We don't love being on camera and, 
but but we realize that what we have to share is much more important than maybe our reservations or our fears or being worried about being criticized. So that's it, I think. I think the lesson in in when you step into what you know you should be doing, you will overcome those fears. You will do what you need to do in, like you said, in your boundaries, in your in the in your unique way, because everybody is unique. It's just how we do it, and and that sets us apart. And just honoring that in yourself, because I am I'm an introvert as well. People are always surprised at that, and mm-hmm. I'm like, no. And I see how much you go on live, and I feel you know, as a, as my coach, I'm like, oh, that's what I need to do, and it's just not comfortable for me yet to be there. But knowing where I want to go in my business, okay, maybe that's something I step into more. You know, a year ago, I wasn't speaking at networking events either. So, and now I'm doing that more regularly. So no matter where you are in your business, there's always opportunities to grow. And it's just taking the baby step in the right direction mm-hmm. every day to get there. Mm-hmm. So thank I you. Agree. There yes, are some questions there. So Awesome, Alicia. Thank you so much. So how are best ways to people for people to get a hold of you? I think the best place to find me is on Instagram. My handle is at Alicia J. Jonas or AliciaJonas.co is my website. Awesome, guys. She's lovely. So go DM her. Tell her you heard her on the Nitty Gritty. And we will see you next week. Peace. Bye-bye. Hey there, guys. Real quick, if you are loving the podcast, could you do me a huge favor? Would you rate and review this podcast so other people could find it? That is the best way for people to find more about In the Nitty Gritty. Thanks so much. Peace.